It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Hillary. And you're streaming the morning side hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, things that will never return to restaurants after COVID-19. Plus, the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is July 28th, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. What do we got, Hillary? Uh, today is National Chocolate Milk Day. That's right. You heard me. No. It's a day. It's not. Yeah, It literally says it on the script that you Why don't you me. try reading it again? National Milk Chocolate Day. Oh. It's a different thing. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, Matt. No, legit, I am. It's diagnosed. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna read this. Um, hopefully, it's correct. It's National Milk Chocolate Day. It's like chocolate milk, only not the reverse. The reverse. Instead when, of putting chocolate into milk, you're putting when, milk into chocolate. When solid chocolate is combined with either powdered liquid or condensed milk it is known as milk chocolate i didn't know that milk chocolate not chocolate milk milk chocolate is the most popular member of the chocolate family and with good reason it's creamy smooth and mostly used in candy bars i love candy bars who doesn't you could get me a reese's i'd be okay with that it is believed that in the mid 1800s milk chocolate was first created as a beverage in germany so it's kind of close um, yeah, it I, wasn't the same as chocolate. Milk, I wasn't because it was heavy chocolate. Whatever. The first milk <laughs> chocolate in the form of a bar that we now recognize today was created by Swiss chocolatier Daniel Peter while collaborating with Henry Nestle or Henri Nestle. Henri Nestle. That's my French accent. I apologize. <laughs> Henri, <laughs> the founder of Nestle Chocolate Company. So if you are a true chocoholic. Get ready to celebrate all things milk chocolate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not chocolate milk. So do you know why uh, Hershey's milk chocolate is different and more popular than most other milk chocolates? Like what the main flavor component difference uh, is? No. Uh, final answer. <laughs> they actually add an element to their milk chocolate. Is it spider legs? I've no, heard that. No, I don't know what the element is, but... <laughs> It's definitely not spider legs. Uh, they add an element that makes it slightly sour. That doesn't make sense. That's what they do. That's what gives it the flavor. It's not enough that you'd notice it as being a, a sour flavor, mm-hmm. but it does activate that that sense in, in on your tongue. And it's 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 a more enjoyable experience, though you don't really understand why. That's why there's garbage milk chocolate that you get on Easter. And then there's Hershey's milk chocolate or Nestle milk chocolate, those kind of mm. things. That's, that's why. That little sour component. And that's not common throughout the rest of the world in other chocolatiers, which also make gotcha. very good chocolate. Probably, But yeah. that's why they have a distinctive flavor. Huh. Interesting stuff. So, kind uh, of, I guess. I don't know. 
I'd like to test this out. Send me all of the chocolate. <laughs> every and, brand, every kind. And I will, I will eat it, and I will tell you if I ever detect any sour notes. Also, did you know? No, probably not. Have you have you gotten like you know those the Hershey's miniatures that come in those four flavors the normal milk chocolate yeah, the yeah. dark chocolate, chocolate yeah. the Mr Good Bar and the Crackle yeah okay right love those those have been the four those Forever. are always in there yeah. on there they have changed them no what they're still the same but they don't call them by their names now they're all Hershey bars with peanuts Hershey's with Crackle we have some They've in the church kitchen them away. it says Crackle Bar on right, it right right I mean this is like. In this week, like oh, really recently. That's garbage. Why would you do I, that? I, went, I mean, I was at Walgreens. I saw both bags sitting there. They're the exact same candies, but one is rebranded as all Hershey's. I'm like, come on. There's there's history in those other two names. Why yeah. can't we keep the crackle of a Mr. Good Bar? But, and people are going to call it a Mr. Good Bar. For real. Like, what's the purpose? I just like But if jerks. nothing else, I just feel like they've been making this bag since long before I was a kid of these four candy bars. Yep. Why change it now in 2020? Because 2020 is a weird year. <laughs> 2020 sucks. Uh, I don't think it sucks. I just think it's weird. Well, you've got a reason to not think Chocolate it sucks. Chocolate gives me heartburn, this though. is going to be the year your child is born. It's great. But that might curse your child. So. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Jesus' kid. Cursed You kid. know, like a gift given from Jesus. <laughs> not like, you know what I mean. But no, chocolate does give me heartburn, so I'm not a lot, I don't eat it anymore, and it makes me sad. That's true. Chocolate does give you heartburn. Very, very sad. But hey, at least this baby has given you a brief reprieve from your lactose intolerance. Yes, it has. Oh my gosh, I eat so much cheese now. Not having to have any of those weird pills beforehand. No, it's great. I can have chicken alfredo. Diarrhea all day. I don't. Every day. Please not talk about my (laughs) bowel movements on the radio show. I'd greatly appreciate that. You talk about them all other times. You're the worst. <laughs> All right. Speaking of weird food things happening in 2020, KFC is trying to create the world's first laboratory-produced chicken nuggets, part of its restaurant of the future concept, the company no. announced. The chicken restaurant chain will work with Russian company 3D Bioprinting Solutions to develop bioprinting technology that will print, quote-unquote, chicken meat using chicken cells and plant material. KFC plans to provide the bioprinting firm with ingredients like breading and spices to achieve that signature KFC taste and will seek to replicate the taste and texture of genuine chicken. It's worth noting that the bioprinting process KFC describes uses animal material, so any nuggets it produces wouldn't be vegetarian. KFC does offer a vegetarian option at some of its restaurants. Last year, it became the first U.S. fast food chain to test out Beyond Meat's plant-based chicken product. Which plans to roll out to more locations this summer. Have you tried the Impossible Whopper or any of these Impossible? No, and I'm going to say something real mean. Beyond meat things? What? Not real mean. If if you have decided that you want to be a vegetarian or a vegan, power to you. But why on God's green earth are you going to say, I want to be a vegetarian, but I really want a hamburger. So I'm going to eat something that tastes (laughs) like meat, but isn't meat. That, that just doesn't make sense to that me. That has been one of the things I've questioned since a kid. I'm like, if you just don't want to eat meat, why does everything you make look and taste like meat? Just eat meat. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, it's an, uh, you would think it would be a mental I, I thing. Sh- like, is, aren't you trying to get away from the idea of it's okay to have burgers and stuff? 
I just don't understand. <laughs> so no, no, I haven't had that because if Don't I'm going to eat a burger, it's going to be a, a beef patty sure. made of beef. <laughs> Bio-printed nuggets would be more environmentally friendly to produce than standard chicken meat, KFC says, citing but not linking it to a study by the American Environmental Science and Technology Journal where it shows that the benefits of growing meat from cells, including reduction in greenhouse gas emissions and energy consumption compared to traditional farming methods. So Burger King has been on this uh, new new spiel about how now all the cows that they raise are going to be getting, I think it's lemongrass or something as a part of their diet, and that's going to reduce cow farts by 35%. Oh, whatever. This will reduce it nearly entirely. Yeah, but it... Just we're, we're, we're essentially growing cow meat in a lab. That's weird. No, no reproduction necessary. Well, I will not be eating this KFC. <laughs> also, I just want everyone to know the Albertsons chicken... If you have an Albertsons near you, you know what I'm talking about. Their fried chicken, way better it's than bomb. KFC chicken. It is bomb. So good. Uh, experts believe there's still a long way to go before 3D bioprinting will be able to create functioning organs for transplant patients. But that's something that's happening, and that's an actual cool. That's okay. I'm thing. okay with that. Yeah. You want to save people's lives? But I mean, if we get to cool. that point, why are you using the technology see, for chicken? I don't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if we get to that point, that technology is going to become more and more common. Everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like True. we will get to a point where fast food restaurants start using that as a means both to save money and to save the environment because we're going we're gonna to be constantly bombarded with this uh, environmental stuff for the rest of our lives. That ain't going anywhere. So, I mean, once the pressure comes, once we have the ability, it's going to be like, we can print our meat. Why are you still killing cows? And that's what's going to happen. They're going to be bullied into it. We kill cows because they I mean, taste delicious. I'm saying 20 years time, most of our fast food burgers are going to be printed in a lab. Well, I guess I have 20 right years to eat fast food <laughs> and then never again. So that's... You don't think you'd eventually you'd eventually no. acclimate to it? You no. don't think you'd eventually just no. get used to it? Like, okay, because well, I guess I'll try it this one time. And you try it no. and you're like, okay, it's fine. And then you're just going to keep eating. John will not. Because... <laughs> John's going to look at it and he's going to say, if this didn't have a face at one point, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> Whereas most people know. are like, if it has a face, I don't eat it. <laughs> he's no. the other way. I would like to look at the face <laughs> of the animal that I'm eating, please. <laughs> Bring me the cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank him. It's like those people that order fish. With the oh, head with the, on. No, that's like, weird. I'd like it to stare at me while I'm eating its body. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. I don't want that. But yeah, that's our future, guys. Weird. That's the future of meat. Mm-mm-mm. Starting with KFC. Finger licking good. Whew. Coming up later in the show, Ugh. it's Tuesday Junk Food today, so stick around. Oh, we'll be back with more Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. But before we go before we go to our break, here's our latest poll. Last week we asked, singing in groups is typically considered a dangerous risk in spreading the coronavirus right now. Those of you whose churches are right now open, what is your church doing? We gave four options. Singing with a mask optional. Singing with a mask required. Music, but no singing. Or no music or singing at all. Oh, dang. So what did you think the top answer was? Don't look at it. Uh, top answer was singing mask optional. Yes. Do you want to know by how much? A lot. 
66%. Oh, dang. Nearly 200 votes in this. 66% said that right now they're doing singing, mask optional, and that includes pretty much singing. I mean, that includes singing no mask, uh, like no requirement, or like a request that you wear a mask, but we're not going to kick you out. But either way, we're just going to keep on singing. What do you think of that? I mean, we don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but what do you think of that? I think if you're comfortable singing with a mask on, like, do it. I, I think, think I think if there's enough space, social distancing-wise, in the room, it should still be okay. As long as you're not trying to opera sing, or, opera sing everything that you're Personally, <laughs> because I've got more than just myself to think about. Yeah. Like, I also have the health of my kid to think about. Uh-huh. I'm going to sing with a mask on. Okay. And that's just what I'm going to do. And, and John's been doing that about halfway. Yeah. Most time he leads worship. He's our worship leader here at the church. And he's been trying to lead worship with his mask on. Yeah. He'll leave it on there unless it starts bugging him halfway through and then he has to take it off. Yeah. But he's attractive no matter what he wears. Yeah. Or <laughs> the second most uh, answered or second most chosen answer at 25.7% was singing with a mask required. It's, it's hard. Like it, I, I sit back here and I try and wear the mask. Uh, sit back here in the sound booth. Uh, try and wear a mask and sing along, and like, you know, your mouth gets all sweaty and gross because you're exhaling so much as you're yeah. singing, and and uh, you do start to like lose your breath just a mm-hmm. little bit more yeah. when you're singing when you're exerting yourself a bit. Uh, next one at six point eight percent, so barely any are having music but no singing. I only know of one church in our area that's doing that. It's just like a couple ladies get up and play the piano and the organ together, and that's it. They're not singing along. And then only one point six percent of churches are not doing any kind of music. They're just having spoken stuff. That would be a weird. That would service. be a really weird service because yeah, we're just yeah. so used to the format. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, but. that was our poll. Check us out uh, on Twitter at Backer Radio for future polls. We'll be back. I do my best to to be my own man and uh, go by the beat of a different drummer, and nobody gets me. And they're always putting up walls, and I'm always tearing them down, just breaking down barriers. That's what I do all day. So, a coffee. In the last episode of the first season of The Office, we see both Michael and Dwight battling for the affection of the purse girl, a solicitor who comes in to sell purses in the office, which Michael only allowed after seeing her and being attracted to her. Michael puts on this facade of someone who is always tearing down barriers throughout the day. And, you know, maybe he does sort of believe that that's who he is, but it's clear he's putting on a show. Dwight puts on a show by pretending he's actually interested in buying a purse for his own use, thanks to another prank by Jim. Not only are both these men entirely infatuated with this woman pretty much on sight, they're already beginning to plan out their future lives with this woman they hardly know. Sometimes life can be captivating like that. Something, it doesn't have to be someone of the opposite sex, but something is in our path that we feel like we don't deserve as ourselves. That we need to put on a facade, we need to put on a show, we need to puff up our chest a bit. 
lie, in other words. No, I don't believe that. Believe it or not, we do it all the time. And while the act of building ourselves up to look better than we really are might be rooted in our lack of self-esteem, the idea that we have that no matter what we present outwardly, everyone else is going to believe it, that is rooted in our pride. Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. And of course, Matthew 23.12 reminds us that whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. God is clear in those verses and so many others that he wants us to act in a spirit of genuineness and humility. I'm not saying you have to show off all of your warts to every person that you encounter, especially somebody that you're interested in dating. Goodness gracious, no. But what I am saying is that anytime we put ourselves on a false pedestal because of our lack of self-esteem, but fueled by our pride, we are destined to fall and come crashing down hard. Genuine humility. Just do it. Nike. Subscribe to Binge Watching for Jesus on Spotify and make sure that you catch new episodes every week right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morningside Hug and Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. I'm Hillary. Let's kick off this segment of the show with five random facts. Hey, guess what? I got five random facts. That's one more than four That's random a- facts. <laughs> Case you were I learned that in school. <laughs> I'm so smart. Um, first, there are different rules for playing basketball in North Korea. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, slam dunks are three points. Nothing but net shots are four points. And the team loses points when they miss free throws. That's messed that, up. That would make <laughs> games really interesting, though. Mm-hmm. I like, feel like slam dunks should be worth three points. Because I mean, they're, they're tough to pull off sometimes. Especially if you're, you know, not tall. Right. Like people like... Like people in North Korea. <laughs> that can just kind of lift their arms up and just kind of dunk it. Like, like that's, that, that's not you know, fair. I, I take that back. That might be a, a, a stereotype kind of thing. Because the only person I know who's not tall in North Korea is the dictator in charge of North Korea. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they're tall over there. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that I'm average height for people my height. So Yeah, but you look small. Thanks, Matt. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. And round. Ouch. You look like don't. Well, you look like the basketball. <laughs> I hate it here. That's random fact 1.5. Uh, next, Michael Jackson holds the Guinness World Record for highest earning deceased artist. He tops he topped Forbes' list of top-earning dead celebrities every year since 2013. It's weird that there's a list for that that's updated every year. Like, <laughs> if they wanted to top put my name, dead celebrities. like, he could be the top-earning, and then all of his money gets deposited into my account. Not even all of it. Maybe, like, 2%. I'd be okay with that. All right. Be totally okay with that. <laughs> Hot dogs are not sandwiches. They're tacos. Just kidding. Hot, they acor- are. <laughs> according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Mo and I landed on last time we had this debate. I'm like, if they're, they're anything, they're, they're tacos. tacos. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Well, then here's my question. Are Subway sandwiches tacos? Yeah, we brought that up too. <laughs> Just long tacos. No, I think it has to sit 
that does way. it have to be able to sit upwards yes maybe yeah you know what that makes sense because if it yeah no <laughs> I don't. alcatraz's reputation is extremely as an extremely tough prison was a bit of a hollywood creation Inmates often asked that they be transferred to Alcatraz on account of its good food and one-man cells. Man, a one-man cell that's not like a solitary solitary confinement thing. I feel like that's the way to go if you're going to be in prison. Because you don't want to be sharing a room with up to five other criminals that you have no idea what they're in for and what they'll do in the middle of the night. Nope. Alcatraz is the way to go, man. I've never been to prison, <laughs> but I once, I, I used to work at a summer camp Yeah. several years in a row, and I'd try and scare my kids, and I'd be like, you know, I'm not afraid to hurt you. I'll kill a kid. I ain't afraid to go back to prison. <laughs> and one, and most of the time, 99% of the time, these kids totally knew that I was joking, Yeah. but I had one kid terrified of me all week, came up to me on Friday and was like, uh... Hill dog, because that's what they called me. They're like, have you ever actually been to prison? I'm like, no, sweetheart, I've never been to prison. I was joking with you. Terrified of me all week because he thought I was going to hurt him. What did she do to get there? How did she get this job? <laughs> did um, she lie on her application? Maybe I did. No, did. Lifeway, if you're listening, don't. Don't hurt me. Um, when Queen Elizabeth II dies, the BBC will cancel all comedy programs for 12 days. It is projected that her pass, her passing, her passing, her passing <laughs> will cost the UK economy billions in lost earnings. Which I mean, I don't think she's ever going to die. Yeah, we we could she's say like that sh- that should now. be any minute now. But I mean, I've I've felt that way since I was a child. <laughs> Which is like 96 or something. She's, yeah. She's consuming the souls of children every day or something to stay alive. She's got that flower from Tangled. Yeah. Or whatever. They're just keeping her alive. But she doesn't change her appearance, so it doesn't look like that. Right. I mean, you got to be smart about it. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) All right. It is junk food news time where we're going to be going through a list of new and upcoming junk foods, discussing them, see if we would like to try them or not. Uh, first up on the list, M&M's sugar cookie flavor is coming back. Yes. But it's new yes. in that this year they're putting a crispy center in the middle. Yes. Cookie texture. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have never. Well, okay. So have you tried the M&M? You probably haven't because you're like keto and all that stuff. The M&M's with the fudge brownie center. No. <sighs> Those are relatively new too because we they talked about are. them on our show. And they are so good. Yeah? Yes. We, Mo and I both concluded they probably wouldn't, would be lackluster. No. Yeah? They are delicious. What makes them different than normal M&M's? Because there's literally like brownie piece in the middle. Really? Yes. So it's an actual it like, is a, chewy brownie like, piece? Ch- like a big chunky M&M. Okay. Okay. It's... Oh. <laughs> like I got one of those big bags with the, zi- <clears throat> with the zip top. That's the one that says shareable. Yeah, but the ones that it's like family size or whatever. But it's like I'm I'm a part of a family, so it's for me. And I got it. And me and my <sighs> and my unborn baby counts as a family. We do. So, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. You know, uh, we we talked about this last week so too because Snickers is coming out with a new candy uh, Snickers square bar that's 
uh, like or peanut brownie, Ooh. caramel peanut brownie. I'm down. Snickers. And we have that same discussion of usually like uh, candies usage of brownies are very dry and lackluster but i also heard a good review of like an early taste test of that on a mm-hmm. site that i trust i'm like okay so maybe they figured it out maybe recently eminem mars has cracked the code on a good brownie piece to put in in candy so you know snickers makes snickers with hazelnut instead of like yes. almonds yeah, yeah it tastes just like a Snickers stuffed with Nutella, and it it's does. awesome. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's one, one of, of my, my favorites. Candy bars. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, but it's – nothing's different about it other than it has hazelnuts instead of peanuts. Yeah. But it feels too rich to have, like, more than one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't get a king size. Right, yeah. yeah. No, I just have it's the like one. Too much. It's like it's it's almost like it's just a delicacy mm-hmm. at that point. It's <laughs> you dessert. Just have a few bites. Just kind of use a fork and a knife yeah. and cut it in slices and talk about playing polo on the lawn earlier that day. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Have you seen recently Pillsbury has come out with uh, little, you know, the little pre-cut cookie doughs? Yeah chocolate chip cookie doughs that are now safe to eat yes i've eat or bake i've i've heard of them you've heard them have you you haven't had them i have not okay i'm not allowed to go to walmart anymore (laughs) why is that because i like spending money (laughs) um and i i'm like oh i'm craving this now that i've seen it all of a sudden and uh john doesn't really like that you have to go with a a solid list and you can't deviate from the list we just go with walmart pickup for that Well, they are doubling down on this new method, and they're coming out with three new flavors over the course of the upcoming holidays. So, first of all, around Halloween time, they're going to be coming out with a pumpkin and cream cheese flavored. Sign me up. A And a salted caramel apple yes. flavored cookie dough, both <sighs> eat or bake. This is the greatest year ever. <laughs> and then... Uh, towards Christmas, they'll be having a gingerbread. No, I'm okay. Eater bait. You don't like what? I don't like gingerbread. I feel like it would be great as a like a frozen, uncooked uh, cookie dough. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I just. But the pumpkin one with cream cheese sounds phenomenal. But you don't like cream cheese. No, but I I, I tolerate it fine when it's in a like a, a chocolate chip dessert. form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When the dessert is mostly cream cheese, I'm not for it, but I can tolerate it in small amounts. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Kit Kat will be coming out with pumpkin pie flavored miniatures for Halloween. So the cream around the side is pumpkin pie. Yes. That sounds great too. Yeah. I love pumpkin. <sighs> I like I like every pumpkin thing except pumpkin pie. Excuse me? But it's a texture thing. I just can't get past the texture for some reason. Have you ever had a pumpkin pie made from a pie pumpkin? I have no idea what you're talking about. So pumpkin pie, <laughs> but instead of like canned pumpkin, it is like you buy a pie pumpkin or a sugar pumpkin and they use I have that. no idea if I have or not. Okay. I've I, only tried two slices in my whole life. I will make you one because when I make pumpkin pie, I make it from a pumpkin. I don't use a can. Okay. Save and me one slice. I don't need a whole pie. Oh, I won't give you a whole pie. <laughs> I won't do that. Okay. Well, I also make fresh whipped cream. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm down. I'll give it a shot. Cinnamon, I'll try it on air. I'll do cinnamon it. Cinnamon whipped cream. Ooh, it's, ooh, what? Yes. What? Yes. 
No, it's... Is that a thing? It is. You're Seven welcome. Seven whipped cream? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I see you. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, continuing with uh, Pie Talk, Jelly Belly is coming out with three new bags of exclusive flavors of s'mores jelly beans, pumpkin pie jelly beans, and lemon meringue pie jelly beans. I am okay with all three of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently had some sugar-free Jelly Bellies for the first time, and they're garbage. Yeah. They taste so bad. Most sugar-free things are garbage. It's true. Most. Last week, uh, I think I told you about this. Last week, I attempted to try uh, sugar-free gummy bears again. You did not tell me that. Okay. Those are a diuretic, aren't they? I uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> but And I knew that. And I'd experienced that at one point in the past, but I just didn't remember how bad it was. And I thought to myself, you know, being on keto, keto kind of causes that uh, for some people. For me, it's been causing it pretty much the whole time I'm on keto. Oh, that's where nice. I, you know, I use the bathroom more often than, you know, normal. So I'm like, this won't be much different. So I buy that bag. I've been really craving gummy bears. I don't want to eat a whole bag of normal ones. So I buy that bag. I eat that whole bag. And no, like, you yeah, didn't. it says on the bag, don't eat more than five at a time. Yeah. I'm like, I know better than you, bag. <laughs> you don't know me. I ate that whole thing. Eight trips to the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. In six hours. <laughs> <laughs> my gut was audibly churning the entire time. Oh, just I bet. I'm just like, oh, this is the worst mistake ever. Are you going to make that mistake again, Matt? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't I think so. I will remember it this time. <laughs> that was awful. The worst, worst thing in the world. Uh, but my mom, my mom didn't know about that. Uh, and it's, it's not just gummy bears that does it. It's all sugar-free candy, pretty much. Yeah. It's just that gummy bears are one of those things that when people buy a bag, they're planning to eat the whole bag. Oh, you yeah. You don't go in saying, I'm just going to have a couple of these. My mom has been buying some of the... Uh, were there's like chewable caramels that are sugar free? Oh, and she said, you know, I really like those Werther things, but for some reason, like if I if I eat like four of those things, I'm like in the bathroom all night. Do you think there's something wrong with me? I'm like, yeah, you didn't read the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to have more than two. That's why the serving size is only two. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think America just needs to pay attention to the serving size That's true. on the side of the bag. Sometimes they're there for a reason. And Sometimes they're there to trick you yeah. into thinking they're low calorie, but most of the time. Like the serving size on a bag of Cheetos puffs, I don't pay attention to. Right. Who that would? entire bag weighs like four ounces. So <laughs> it does. It's I'm going to eat the whole air. thing. The whole thing's there. It's 90% air. Can't be much calories, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some, yeah. Sometimes right. you just need to read the label. <laughs> Last year, uh, Cheez-It and House Wine came out with a combo box. I've seen that. Of normal Cheez-Its and a, and a red wine. I don't remember what the red wine was. But this year, they're coming out with another one, and it's a Cheez-It, a white cheddar Cheez-It with a rosé. First combination. Off, there's only one kind of good Cheez-It. And that's the extra toasty cheeses. Oh my gosh, yes. They're so you good. Are, you and I are on the same page there. I love extra toasty cheeses. Best decision they've ever made. Yes. To come out with a box just full of the extra toasted ones. Yep. So dang good. Yeah. Come out with so that and like a box of, <laughs> I don't know, Dr. Pepper or whatever. Right. I feel like that wouldn't go with wine. <laughs> like that's, a, that's, a, that's a Bud Light thing. Or <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Not Something. an alcohol guy. Who knows? But it's not a rosé thing. I've never had rosé. <laughs> I have. 
I've had a lot of wine. <laughs> I hated all of it, uh, but I've had a lot because I worked in an Italian restaurant where we were supposed uh, to upsell people yeah. to get wine, and yeah. we needed to know what it tasted like. You're and like, so I just this had one's to, extra I just gross. lied. I'm like, <laughs> I just lied and said what the what the little chart said it was supposed to taste like. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it'd be like this tastes like burning, <laughs> and it goes pairs really well with fish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Keebler chips deluxe chocolate chip cookies with milk chocolate and white chocolate chips both and celebratory sprinkles. I mean. That's too much. It's just, yeah. It's heavy. That's, that's, that's heavy dessert right there. And who wants chips, Keebler's chips deluxe when there's chips ahoy around? You if you're going to get the crappy I'm gonna agree cookies, with you. at least get the best of the crappy cookies. I'm going to agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, Chex Mix Maxed. Jalapeno cheddar Chex Mix with flavor blasted chili lime Chex pieces. So have you ever, because you've eaten a that lot of. That was a lot of words. Yes, yes You yes. just said. <laughs> you have eaten a lot of Cheetos, right? Yes. Cheeto puffs. In yes, your I life. have. I have. Every now and then you run into that, like, like that midget Cheeto, but it has got like. I don't think you're allowed to say that <laughs> word. <laughs> I think in the, a year where you're supposed to the, be as PC as possible. Really small <laughs> Cheeto bit. But it's like it's like a nub. It's got like a centimeter's worth of powder, you yes. know, wrapped around it. That is what these deep red colored Chex pieces look like. You can't tell they're Chex pieces. They are just cubes of this red chili lime powder. That just seems you like you can't too tell much. there are like holes in it or anything. No, and I'm like that is going to be a, a, a flavor punch that will not be fun. That's like expecting your friend to give you a red Mike and Ike, and he, <laughs> and he gives you a hot tamale instead. That was the best, best reaction ever. I had no idea that you hated them. I just wanted to surprise you, just to, to catch you off guard. Nearly vomited. So good. One of the best memories. <laughs> that and slapping you. your cell phone out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Two best WrestleMania moments in my life. All right, let's see here. Next up, Laffy Taffy Laugh Bites. Small candy-coated taffy bites with a drop of flavor in the center. They look like fat Mike and Ikes. No, they'd be trust like you. taffy flavored. Are there banana ones? I don't like banana Laffy Taffies. You don't like? That's like the only banana candy I like. Oh, I don't like banana flavored anything unless it's a banana muffin or a banana. Ooh, banana muffins. Or banana chips. <laughs> or bananas themselves. Banana chips. I like banana chips. I don't chips. like banana but chips. But the artificial, mm-hmm. it's like artificial watermelon and banana are two flavors I just cannot do. I with. love artificial watermelon, but it tastes nothing like normal watermelon. No, it's the worst. <laughs> and I hate it. All right. Let's see. What's up? Pillsbury is coming out with a cornbread swirl. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I don't like cornbread. You don't like cornbread? I don't. Get out of New Mexico. I guess it's not really a New Mexico thing. It's a Texas it's not, thing. It is. But still, we're close enough to Texas. Yeah, but I've only lived here <laughs> for like six years. So, um, But it's really weird in that, you know, it's not a typical cornbread muffin that, you know, you have like the batter. Like I've made cornbread a lot from like those little cheap Jiffy boxes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, you make the batter, you put it in like a muffin tin and it puffs up. Yeah. But these come like like uh cinnamon rolls almost like swirled dough that's already formed and then they kind of puff up 
That's weird. And so I don't I don't know what it's going to look like on the inside, if it's, if it's going to have that crumbly texture or not. Probably not. Something I'm willing to try, though. I'm willing to try. Well, let us know how that turns out. <laughs> I told you about these already, the P-Toes, Cheetos ripoff and Funyun ripoff. You did not tell me I didn't me about tell these. you about this? No. I'm positive I did. You did not. I showed somebody in the sound booth, and it wasn't Mo. Was it John? Uh, I don't think so. Anyway. I have, I have less beard hair than he they does. <laughs> they are, are uh, like rip-off Cheetos and Funyuns, but they're, they're made from peas. As in the green yeah. peas, not like yeah. Not urine, no. Like last week, Mo and I talked about P-E-A. Goldilocks bread. Not like P-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> talked about Goldilocks bread, which is a kind of bread that is made, fertilized, with Female urine. Fertilized? Yeah. Bread is fertilized? Yeah. Fertilized? Yes, that was the word they used. Gross. (laughs) What is wrong with America? Uh, This was in France. What is wrong with France? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Burger King is bringing back the uh, Steakhouse King. Two big beef patties, two slices of cheese, crispy onions, mayo and their steakhouse sauce which i believe is just a rip off a1 probably but uh it's a big burger and it was pretty in, popular in the berkey household it's not a1 it's heinz 57 that's a different sauce altogether it is but <laughs> you should have seen the look they gave me the first time i had steak at their house and i asked if they had a1 they looked at me like i was an alien oh not okay so this isn't you're not talking about you and john you're talking about no, i'm John's talking about my family. in-laws yeah they choose Heinz 57 over A1 sauce? Yep. I'm sorry. I would drink A1 sauce out of the bottle. You know, here's the thing, though. (laughs) John's dad, who's also named John, makes literally the best steaks I've ever had in my life, so I'm not going to complain. That's true. Every every piece of meat he makes is the bomb. Yeah, so... I ate six hamburgers. <laughs> the first WrestleMania I watched with John before y'all were married. Yeah. Six of them. So many. I could not stop. That was when he screamed in my ear when AJ Styles came out. <laughs> Golly. And I was almost asleep, too. <laughs> All right. What other foods? Uh, let's see here. Domino's has secretly, this is a weird story, secretly changed their wings recipe and added new sauces, but strangely has not done any promotion to them, not even on their own website. They don't have like a ticker on the front page or anything about try our new wings or new flavors or anything like that. The only media proof evidence that this has happened was from a Forbes article that just came out about how their new wings might raise their market share. But they are already out because after finding that article, reviewers have gone out and tried them in the new sauces. They have a new hot, hot buffalo, honey barbecue, sweet mango, habanero, and garlic parmesan. At the price point of 10 wings for $7.99. Hush your mouth. I know what I'm having for lunch. <laughs> but uh, every, I've, I've watched uh, five reviews just to see what people think. Every single one of them said, yeah, these are better than they ever were. Are they boneless or bone-in? Bone-in. <gasps> mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Like they're up in their game. Don't they're tell John, but I'm getting game. them for lunch. <laughs> and then lastly, in our, in our weird... Uh, Foreign food news. McDonald's in Poland are serving lemonade espressos. Literally a glass of lemonade with a shot of espresso poured on top. I don't like it. This seems like a weird combination. I'm out. (laughs) Nope. Never moving to Poland. All right. So what we like to do at the end of our our segment here is uh, we do a 
a taste test. I don't want to do this. So uh, I might vomit. We're we're gonna do a taste test. We actually, you know what? I I went easy on you. We have something pretty uh, tame. Tame. It's something that Mo and I talked about a couple weeks ago. It is the new Kit Kat apple pie. Whoop! I dropped them on the floor. Matt. Here's the thumbnail. Sorry. Kit Kat apple pie flavored. Kit Kat, you can open it up. I get to eat uh, all of this? You, well, I need at least one stock. <laughs> is that what they would be called? Bar? To Kit is Kat. Our, well, the bar is the whole thing. No. Right? Break me off. Oh, yeah. A piece of. Yeah. Break Kit Kat bar. So maybe it's like a Kit Kat column? Column? I'm going to go with stock, like celery. One, one stock of Kit Kat. It looks nice. It smells. You want to smell it? It smells really good. Well, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat <laughs> stock. <laughs> there you uh, go. All right. All right. Oh, gosh. It smells like that an apple pie. Heavy apple. I'm letting you taste it first. I'm not a big fan of apple pie. You know what? That's not bad. Okay. I like it. I like apple pie. Crisp wafers in apple pie flavored white cream, naturally and artificially flavored. It's not as flavorful as it smells. No, it's not. It's a subtle. Until you, I mean, when you start chewing it, it gets a little more. Yeah. I actually like this. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to like this. I was hoping I would like it because I don't want to throw up. <laughs> I have other things back here that could have done that to you, but. Man. I figured I'd go easy on the pregnancy. I appreciate that. Two grams of protein. Mmm. That's nice. No. That makes it healthy. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know what? I might buy one of those. No, I won't. Why would I buy that when I can buy a Reese's? True. But that is not bad. It's not. I wouldn't say I like it more than a normal Kit Kat, but it's definitely. You know uh, what? I would prefer it over a normal Kit Kat. Really? Yeah, because I'm not a fan of Kit Kats. Why not? They're just not great. They're, they're chocolate and wafer goodness. They're just like, it's a Kit Kat is stuffed with a Kit Kat. It's like, like that. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> Those of you who are only listening on audio. Go go! Uh, subscribe to our Patreon for just $1 to see the video of what she just did <laughs> to explain just, what she's trying to say. There's layers of chocolate and wafer that have been disposed of by Kit Kat to make more Kit Kats. It's like a lasa- Kit Kat lasagna. That's what it is. I've made a Kit Kat lasagna and it's delicious. Okay. What's the next one? Is it delicious? No, we're just doing that one. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm going to I think we can do another one. You want to do another one? Here, no, I don't trust one. you. Hold on. We got something. Okay. Got a beverage. Oh, I can't have anything carbonated, remember? You can take one one sip. No, I can't. You can't. Come on. Come on. Do it. Oh, dang it. Mine's all shook up now. <laughs> Liberty it Brew. Is Mountain Dew. We're late to this game because this came out for 4th of July, but it's Mountain Dew Liberty Blue, and it's touted as... Liberty Brew. It didn't say blue. Did I say blue? I'm yeah. sorry. Brew. It is touted as 50 flavors in one, Ew. hence the America, you know, 50 states. Yeah. Uh, Which I is weird because we don't ever count Washington, D.C. because it's not a state, but. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and open this without spilling everything everywhere because you just dropped it on the floor. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it smells good. It's very, very heavy, I smell. 
God, what is in this? 50 flavors. See, I don't believe them when they say 50 flavors. I don't believe Dr. Pepper when it says it's got 23 flavors. Who knows? All right. I'm going to taste mine here. Whoa, my hand's in the way of that camera. Sorry. Everybody watching is getting seasick. All right, here we go. It's not bad, but it tastes like nothing almost. Try it. Take a sip. Isn't that strange? Like you, you expect a kick of some kind and just kind of peters out. You know those hint like waters that's like, it's a hint of blah, yeah. blah, but you smell it and it smells a whole lot like lemon and then you try it and you're like, yeah. there's no lemon. It's, that's exactly what this is. This tastes bad. It's like 50 flavors. In it's one. like overly sweet for a Mountain Dew. Does Mountain Dew always have like a uh, slightly either sharp citrus or even slightly sour flavor to them? This tastes too smooth and sweet. Here's the thing. Mountain Dew created the Baja Blast. Yes. And they have been trying to recreate that for years. And have been unable to because there's nothing better than a Baja Blast. And they painted themselves into the corner, making it a Taco Bell exclusive. So now they can only really get yeah. permission like to every uh, once in a while. bring it out for summer. And there's such a run on it every time it comes out. Individual people barely get any. Yeah. I was only able to get two cases, I think. Oh, it was supposed to run the thing. entire summer. If I'd have known, I would have bought every case that was at the store when yeah. I went. <laughs> Nope, this was definitely not... This is a letdown. This is garbage. Good. It's like, it smells better. So if you were just going to smell the it soda... Does, it does smell better. It's fine. Than it tastes. But if you were going to drink it, it's not fine. I wouldn't finish this even if I literally bought it to drink. <laughs> like I'm going to give it to John. Ugh. He'll drink it. That is, this is a major disappointment. I'm going to eat the rest of Major disappointment. So apple pie Kit Kat, very good. Liberty Brew... I can't say the, th the second word to it on the first try. Liberty Brew is garbage. I agree. All 50 flavors taste like garbage. Frankly, it tastes like what America feels like right now. <laughs> <laughs> the expectation high. Reality. Oh, so, man. so, so low. <laughs> All right. Coming up later in the show... Things that restaurants have stopped do doing during COVID that probably aren't ever going to come back. Man, I hope it's nothing good. <laughs> we'll be back we'll with out. more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. But first, here's Binge Watching for Jesus. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. Oh, and I'm Hillary. <laughs> and uh, today our main topic, we are talking about 23 things restaurants have been dropping and probably will not be bringing back once COVID kind of subsides. Which is hopefully soon. Gosh, please. Please. Please, Lord. This 15-day to slow the spread thing is dragged on, dragged on for months. 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 Five months. 
All right, number one, large menus. I'm okay with this. Yes, uh, simplifying and streamlining menus has been one of the main survival strategies for restaurants and fast food restaurants alike. Mm-hmm. Um, some are temporary retirements, some are permanent cuts. Uh, we got a couple here that are happening really soon. Taco Bell. Yeah. The seven-layer so burrito. So for, first up, oh. Burger King. Burger King is slowly phasing out desserts. I don't care. Well, that's one of their big draws because they is have it? like literal pie slices instead of like the pie pockets like every other place. If I'm going to get a dessert, I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to get me <laughs> a cupcake. I'm not going to go to Burger King to get a, a slice of pie. Uh, you're missing out because Burger King desserts are pretty darn good. No, I don't. Uh, but they, they had this Twix pie once. Oh okay, that sounds gosh. good. Gosh. So that sounds really good. good. Anyway, Taco Bell, like you said, dropping lots of items. It's like a dozen, right? It, it's heartbreaking. They're getting rid of the grilled steak soft taco, which mm-hmm. I love. The seven layer burrito, which you love. I love the burrito. The quesarito, which I love. Nacho Supreme, beefy Frito burrito, which I love. Spicy tostada, triple layer nachos, spicy potato soft taco. First of all, I love that potato. Right, the cheesy Fiesta potatoes. Every potato thing is gone. So good. They're not doing the potatoes at all. Which I hate because I love potatoes. They're the best thing. I love potatoes. And you have to have some sort of potato-based side dish at a restaurant. I think it's a a legal requirement in America. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. All their chips and dips and their breakfast mini skillet bowl, all gone. The only thing that might stick around is the quesarito if you order on the app. I think that's a weird That's garbage. Thing. Bring back the seven layer burrito. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that, all of that is going away and that's not fair. It's not. It's not. I hate you COVID. I hate <laughs> you so bad. <laughs> They're keeping the They already, you know the one thing, they got rid of that double decker taco last year. Is that the one where it was like a it was soft like a taco normal- and then cheese? And then it was wrapped around a regular hard taco shell? No, it was soft oh. taco with beans. It was a layer of refried uh, beans wrapped around a normal taco. I don't remember that. And it that. was delightful. They, I remember when they first introduced it when I was like 10. I love Taco Bell. And it was great. And I like really started getting into them in 2018 for some reason. I'm just like, this is amazing. I would order like two at a time every time I went. And oh, yeah. then they're gone one day. And now they're doing that to so many people with a thousand items. They're just kicking off the menu. The potatoes, man, that's gonna heart. That's heartbreaking. And I don't think they're getting rid of their steak altogether. But that steak soft taco has been like the one thing that keeps the steak on the menu. Maybe that and the quesadilla. Don't they have those like fresh Fiesta fresh bowls? They got rid of those already too. Did they? Yeah, the power bowls and stuff. Yeah, they're all gone. Well, when I heard about this, I said as long as they're keeping the Mexican pizza on the menu, heck yes, I'm okay. But you know, there's a lot of people that don't have never tried. Excuse you. Right? That's like... I love it. That and the cheesy gordita crunch are the, the big one-two punch of Taco Bell. I so love... luckily those are around. And the and we're keeping the... Um, Doritos tacos. Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, they're the, um, the crunch wraps. I love the crunch wraps. Those are good, too. The crunch wraps. I hate the crunch wrap. Really? I have never had a good crunch wrap. Oh, uh, I love crunch wraps. Uh, I, I love know. Taco Bell. I don't know. It's always Maybe a I'll get down. Taco Bell for lunch. <laughs> Who knows? So many tasty options now. We're only on number one of this list here. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> number two, certain menu items. So this is kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like KFC got rid of their potato wedges. Subway. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. They replaced I... them with normal fries. 
They're still seasoned kind of the same. No. But it's not the same. The I love potato wedges. Thing, yeah. Wedges are way better than regular french fries. <laughs> Absolutely right. Fight me. Subway has gotten rid of their rotisserie chicken and their roast beef. Yeah. Roast beef is like a a, it's a lunch staple. meat standard. Yeah. yeah. And they don't then no more. The roast beef is on like three of their sandwiches. Yeah, not anymore than eight. Uh McDonald's doesn't do any salads right now. I'm All okay their with salads that. are gone. Uh, the other thing, let's see, number three, dine-in crowds. Uh, a lot of fast food restaurants might go towards either all patio dining or only drive-through. Hmm. Like we might see a rise of more just drive-through restaurants. They should get more streamlined like Chick-fil-A if they're going to do that. Because I'm yeah. tired of waiting for <laughs> ten minutes behind somebody at Taco Bell. Well, I know for Wendy's. the I know for the longest time, Wiener Schnitzel was that way. Mm-hmm. Like every Wiener Schnitzel was just drive-through, or you walk up to the window, White. and they have yeah. a very small patio that you can eat at if you'd like. But there was no dine-in, mm-hmm. and that's why that was a great first job because I didn't have to clean up after other people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I bet we're going to start seeing a lot more of that. And we will also likely see a lot more like normal restaurants being built with a drive-thru. Like you, know, you order the food and you drive through and pick it rib up. Rib Crib has a drive-thru. Yeah, Rib Crib has done that for forever since it was... And it, I like it. Yeah. Because I like their food and I like that I could go and then just, yeah. The problem that I have with restaurant drive throughs is that there are, there's always that one person who doesn't realize you were supposed to call ahead call and ahead. order. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the restaurant doesn't say, okay, we've got your order. You need to go park somewhere and we'll bring it out to you. They just let them sit at the window while your food is Getting sitting cold. under a heat lamp for yeah. 20 minutes. But anyway. But they need to get it together and then that's fine. Yeah. Or tell somebody, um, call it in and then go to the drive around again. Yeah. Yeah. We're not Nobody does the drive around again. It's not fair. Something different. Well, yeah, something different. That's where that happens most. Because something different almost presents itself as a fast food place. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But it's not at all. Mm. It's something different altogether. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, next one on the list. Let's see here. Crowded pickup areas. Uh, most restaurants are eliminating crowds by utilizing pickup windows and drive through So waiting inside the restaurants itself will likely be eliminated altogether. So, again, that's more of an extension on just uh, drive-thru. Just drive-thru, yeah. Uh, number five, table arrangements at the guest's discretion. So no more, like, moving tables. No, like, can we sit over there instead? You mm-hmm. go where they tell you because yeah. we're having to mandate where people sit. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't I mean, think people fine. should be picky. Yeah. Like, if you ask me table or booth, I'm going to pick a booth. But if you don't ask me, I'm going to sit where you tell me to sit because yeah. I'm not a jerk. Um. Yeah, I also feel like booths might be on the way out. That's not on this list, but I like. I think. Why do you think that? Because they can't be moved around. They can't be shifted or separated or spread out. Like I, yeah. I truly believe that restaurants now will go to the point where their tables are as spread out as possible. Maybe, yeah. And that I mean, might require them all being able to move, and you just really. My mother-in-law will hate that. Booths, yeah. She will request a booth, and she will wait 20 minutes for a booth. Booths are not that great. Why do people want booths all the time? I don't know. Uh, number six, reusable menus. So, I don't agree with that. Yeah, you don't want you you want the reusable menus to come I'm, out? I don't mind them, but yeah. your waste, I mean, it this is a whole waste of, paper, yeah. waste of paper, 
And at the same time, like if we're if I'm going to like lunch with my in laws and my husband, just give us two menus. We can share. Yeah. Like, there's no reason each person has to have their own. Right. I don't. I don't see why they couldn't have. I mean, most most menus are are at least covered in plastic anyway. But why mm-hmm. couldn't you know just laminate the laminate menu, them and then spray, them down. spray them down? Yeah. Just get a good good soak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, because you, know, you keep can. them in water. Who can, keep you them laminate in soap them well water. enough? Who knows? Whatever. Um, Weird. But yeah, it's. Uh, it's likely we're going to be doing away with reusable menus, moving towards single-use paper menus. Uh, but others are starting to use QR codes, which can be scanned and pulled up a digital menu on your phone, mm. which is not a bad Not a bad option. idea. Yeah. Because yeah. most of us have smartphones yeah. now. It's a common thing. You know, and I do like ordering online because I can customize it literally just the way I want it. Mm-hmm. Everyone- Taco Bell does that fantastically. Every once in a while, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. But they're getting there. But, yeah. They're you're, good. yeah. This one, I believe, is already largely uh, rare, but unwrapped straws. Straws that come unwrapped. Uh, I feel like this more more often happens in, like, diners and places that have, like, the thing that oh, you can the, pull up you, with the straws yeah. or, or, yeah. or punch down and they'll fall out or something. Yeah. But, yeah, all, all straws will be wrapped. You know what I think? Uh-huh. I think eventually they're just going to do away with straws. And it's like, if you want one, bring your own reusable oh, straw. I would hate that. I would as well. But <laughs> we at the same time, I just don't care. We had to do that. We were on that cruise when we took our, our little boys. Yeah. And uh, our youngest, Johnny, couldn't drink like a poor cup. He had to have a straw. But the only straws they offered on this cruise were the paper ones that melt uh, in about 10 seconds. Yeah. And so he wasn't having that. So they had reusable straws you could buy there. And they, like, folded up into this little thing that you yeah. could carry around. True. But Stupid. we would, like, forget that thing. We'd be all the way down in the middle of sitting down to eat dinner or whatever. And, like, oh, we don't have the straw. All right. I will walk to the other side of this giant ship and get the straw and come back. It is just you'd forget it all the time. Yeah. And it would have to be one of those fold-up ones. Because you can't keep a long straw in your pocket all day, you know that'd be like weird. those metal ones. <laughs> but I also think that in addition to the straws being wrapped, which again is is most common right now, right, we're gonna see stirrers, coffee stirrers, individually uh, wrapped, either or the go straw away. version or or possibly go away entirely. They could go away. Yeah, it's gonna be strange. Uh, silverware, I also believe. We won't be seeing any of those plastic silverware-like tubs. Where uh, you can just pull one out. They would all be individually wrapped as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. All that, this, make, that just makes we're gonna sense We're going to use a lot of paper and plastic to wrap everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so this one hurts, especially in the uh, area that we live in that really likes these things. The restaurant salad bar. I love salad bars. I know. You know, every once in a while you go to like... A grocery store that has a salad bar, and mm-hmm. you're like, I just get to pick whatever yeah. I want on my salad. You can and put it's as much great. as you want. The the thing I've done every every like Chuck Wagon salad bar that I've ever gone to since I was a kid was half of my salad plate was just a giant pile of black olives. Ugh, that's <laughs> gross. I think a giant pile of black olives and a small salad over here, and just oh, it's heaven because it's my salad. Yeah. I got to make you it how I want. want. Yeah. yeah. And it's sad that we're going to lose that. 
Like that was the only real draw for salad for me you yeah. know? <laughs> in my life is if I can make my own salad, let's do and it. And John and I are very different. I prefer my salad more like toppings and stuff and less lettuce. Yeah. Whereas he like, he would rather have a whole bunch of lettuce and less like tomato or onion or whatever. Mm. No. So thinking about there are restaurants that are just that. Yeah. Super, Super salad, salad in Albuquerque. Uh, soup Ugh. plantation. All of those. <sighs> so good. Soup plantation is already out of business now. That stinks. Super salad, I can't imagine, is going to last any much longer at all. No. Because nobody's going to want to go there if the salads are already pre-made. No, I mean, you could figure it out where you like make a wall and people pick and choose, kind of like Subway. Maybe, but then even then, you're not... But if it's super busy, you're going to need a lot of people to right. help make those salads. And you're not getting, getting to really make it exactly how you want with the exact amount. Yeah. That's the only thing that stinks at Subway. Like, I'd like a lot of black olives on my sandwich, please. Okay. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I'm like, I don't want to say more. You know? Oh, I do. <laughs> like, can I have extra pickles? And then they put pickles. And I'm like, can I get more pickles, please? I'm not. I'm not messing around. Just... Think about I the want equivalent. All of the pickles that you have. <laughs> think about the equivalent of seven pickles, and then put that on my Subway sandwich, please. <laughs> that is all I want. All right, next one, number nine: pre-cut lemons and limes. This one makes sense to me, and probably should have happened a long time ago because I worked at an Italian restaurant, and every now and then I had to make these, and they make them on the meat slicer. Ew! They're not cut by hand; they're too thin for that. They put them on the meat slicer. And slice them up that way, and then they set them in just a little, like, bowl that sits there all night as you, people just dig their normal fingers in there and slice and put it in your but water. But, like, Applebee's doesn't do that, right? Maybe they do. Sure. Oh, gross. Now, some of them quarter the, the, the uh, lemons. Yeah. And... That can be done on the fly, and so they might not just have a bowl ready there, but they mm-hmm. might also still but that just Italian have a bowl. restaurant didn't but do that it. That Italian restaurant, anything that's like actual thin slices of of lemon and lime, mm-hmm. those are pre-cut and they just kind of sit there in the open air. I'm disgusted with you, America. So don't do it. Just don't don't ever ask for water with lemon. Is just basically what I'm saying because it's you're getting a lot more than what you think you're getting. Ew. <laughs> Next up, also, the self-serve soda fountain. Now, I have a question about this, though. Yeah. Does that include those really cool Coca-Cola machines I with the touch screen? I think it definitely does, because that's even more touching in germ possibilities, which really stinks, because that was just taking off as Man, replacing the normal, sodas, no, so, yeah, normal soda fountains. So I do believe... That those will still continue to replace. Like, that's happened at Wendy's, I know. And yeah. that's the only national chain I know of that's it's replaced at, least at here. the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, but even then, they didn't do it at the drive-thru for the longest time. Like, if you wanted to, to get your own mix of whatever, you had to go inside. Yeah. Uh, but now they're doing it at the drive-thru, too. But I feel like that should still happen. I feel like that will still happen. Yeah. But it just won't be your choice. <laughs> you won't be the one pushing the buttons anymore. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Whatever. Let's see here. Number 11 on the list, drink refills in the same glass. See that? It's going out of the wayside. New glass, every cup. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
Like, here's your glass. This is totally sanitized. You're going to use it literally the entire time you're here. I, I would think that it would be more about if they have to take your glass to go get it refilled, your germs possibly spreading on the refill service. That makes or even, sense. Or even just like on the pitcher of water, if they accidentally bump the lip of your glass with that pitcher. Yeah. Who knows what germs just spread yeah. onto that thing. Almost. <laughs> Do kinda, you got the Rona? <laughs> almost kind of makes you feel gross about just how we've been doing it see and i don't drink when i eat i haven't for the last six seven years yeah so i'll order if i order a drink i ask for a water nine times out of ten i say i don't want anything to drink and they look at me like i've got seven eyeballs absolutely because that's insane it is but i mean (laughs) that was just you know part of when i had my surgery that's what i yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I got used to it, and now people just look at me. And every once in a while, I have – there's a waitress that will come back every five minutes. Are you sure you don't want to drink? Right. And I think – and I, I've kind of Are stopped okay? doing it. <laughs> I stopped doing it because one time a manager came by and was like, did you not have a drink? And I said, no, I don't want one. And I didn't want my waitress to get in trouble. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Because normally – You know what? When I was a server, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. I remember my manager saying, if they don't ask for a drink, bring them a water. Yeah. So now so, I, just, yeah. I just ask for a water. And oftentimes it just sat there it and it just never got drank. sits there. <laughs> but then that way, you know, if their manager walks by or whatever, they're not getting in trouble because I've got a beverage. If anything, it'll look like they're doing a great job because it's always full. <laughs> keeping, it, keeping it full, yeah. But... I didn't think about that for the longest time. And yeah, then I makes thought, perfect sense, whatever, yeah. the glass is already <laughs> probably going to get dirty. So whatever. All right. Next up is table condiments. So I did yes, go I to. Noticed that. Yeah, you, you and I both talked about this, right? We both went, have gone to a restaurant mm-hmm. when they reopened and there's like no salt and pepper. Nothing. There's nothing. Yep. And it's very strange that yeah. you have to ask. And they brought out like a little cup full of individual salt packets for me. Really? To p- pick out of. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's we just... we went to, um, I took John to Red Lobster for Father's Day, and um, we had to ask for the salt and pepper, and it was just their regular shakers. Um, but shortly after that, um, me and some friends went to Applebee's, and they asked for um, the sugar packets, and they brought it on a plate, <laughs> a little tiny plate, Yeah, and after that, all of those got tossed. Got thrown away. Yeah. All of them got thrown away. It's going to be a lot of waste. And it's just like that's insane to me. The cost because that's going to drive cost up. Yeah, absolutely. For businesses, but <sighs> uh, the next thing on the list is you won't see staff without masks very often, and I don't think it's necessarily because specifically of Corona, like that we're going to be afraid of Corona for forever. Mm-hmm. But I think that. We have talked about this so much, about how much germs were actually spreading with just even just yeah. a normal talking back and forth, mm-hmm. that we are now on edge. Hyper aware. Yeah, yeah, about our spit and everything that comes from our mouths. And we're like, ooh, even if they didn't have COVID, I don't want all that, that gross, you know, microscopic slime all over everything that they touch and hand to me. And so face masks might become a normal thing inside restaurants for people that work with food. Hmm. That's strange. Which would suck if you worked in food. Yeah, but there are, I mean, every job has a part of it that you hate. Sure, no but matter this what. is like, this is kind of seen as like an entry level job for people that are getting used to 
just how to work in a normal That's environment. That's true. Yeah. And now those kitchens are typically super hot. You're sweaty all the time. Like I struggle wearing it for one hour on Sunday morning. Yeah. In a very well air conditioned building without, you know, yeah. getting hot and sweaty and gross. John wears his for eight hours when right. he's at, oh, at gosh, work. That's awful. And at this point, I mean, at this point, he just kind of is just super, he's just super used to it. And yeah. it makes sense because like surgeons are used to it. Doctors. Yeah, and I guess maybe so, you would get used to it if you worked there. And especially if you really wanted the job, you're going to, you're going to do stuff. Yeah. That you don't necessarily want to do. Right. I don't agree with it, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, number 14 on the list of things that restaurants are dropping for COVID-19 and probably won't ever see again are sauce dispensers. Good, because they never keep them filled anyway. Ketchup things. What? I went to, we went, the last time we went to Burger King. Oh, before, well, you can't count on Burger King. Before Rona, <laughs> I tried to get some ketchup. There was none. And so I asked the guy, I said, there's no ketchup. Can I get some packets? They were out. The entire restaurant <laughs> didn't have any ketchup. No packets, nothing. No ketchup. <laughs> and well, don't they put ketchup on their burgers? My father-in-law looked at me and I said, I tried to get ketchup, but they're out. And he said, no, they're not. And he went up. Sure enough, they were out. But he didn't believe me because why would you? Because every restaurant has ketchup. Right. That's the one thing that they would always have. They could run out of everything and say, hey, we got some ketchup. If yeah. You, like you want that. some ketchup? <laughs> ketchup and Cholula. That's what we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, napkin dispensers. I'm fine with uh, that. Much for the same reason as the condiments and the salt and sugar. I'm down. The salt and pepper shakers. Play areas. Play places in fast food. I mean, there have been... There is a... We have a Taco Villa here in our town. That just that literally, yeah, went through this huge renovation to put up and open this play area. And I don't think it got to open at all. I don't know. Before restaurants got closed down. Everyone was afraid of Corona. They spent so much money on that. And it looks nice. It looked like it could be fun for our kids. I even thought, oh, great. Now we have a good reason to go to Taco Villa again. Yeah. Uh, and nope. I don't know. I think people are going to look at it the same way as they do parks. Do you think so? Because parks literally never, as far as I know, get cleaned. Yes, but with the when it comes to germs and whatnot, they're in the sun. Not on the inside. But mm, hot enough that it mm. would it would take care of most germs fairly quickly. I Definitely don't know. over over the course of a day. I don't think so. But, but I'm not inside. A inside though. I mean, I know somebody who worked at Chick-fil-A forever. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A has, you know, nice play areas. And when they clean those at night, like they start cleaning them like an hour before they close. And that person is in there. Four hours cleaning that play area. So if you, you know, smoke bombed it every night or something, it might be okay. Maybe, yeah. But Meanwhile, we have a Dairy Queen next door that used to have a play area that they, yeah, that whole patio area used to have a play area in it. Ugh. Never cleaned it. Had a ball pit. All the balls were covered in <sighs> No, please stop. Whatnot. It was the, they had exposed steel bars. No. Where, where that should have been wrapped in padding, like it was the. I think they had to. They had to get rid of it because they were being threatened with a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> so there are some places you just can't trust to actually clean it and care. Yeah, but it goes. I mean, all that kind of can go to mm. like 
if your kid is sick, don't let them play in the play place. Yeah. Don't take them True. out anywhere. But, yeah, we don't trust each other is the yeah. problem. All True. right, next up, open food sitting on your tray. Like, you know, McDonald's. You uh, go to McDonald's, they'd put your your burger there. Now, that'd be wrapped, but then yeah. they'd put your fry box on top of that. And, you know, food would be out. Now, anytime you get anything inside from a fast food restaurant, it's going to be in a bag. Yeah, covered. Yeah. Let's see here. And then unsealed to-go bags. You've noticed a lot of places are now putting stickers to seal them. Taco no. Bell. Taco Bell seals their bags now. You know what? I did notice Taco yeah. Bell, but no, I haven't. I've been to Wendy's and McDonald's here. Wendy's and McDonald's here still aren't doing that, do no. That. But I'm, it's going to become a common thing, I believe. Hmm. Tamper-evident bags. Uh, along the same lines, condiments, syrup bottles on your table at like IHOP and Denny's. Those are gone. Haven't You'll those be... been gone for a while, though? No. Nah. Yeah, you would ask for the syrup, and they'd bring you the thing of syrup at IHOP. I'm almost positive. Maybe not Denny's, but I don't go to Denny's because it's yeah, gross. Yeah, I don't. It's one or the other. But I'm pretty know. sure but at IHOP had... they bring it to you if you get pancakes. They don't just leave it on the counter anymore. It's been mm. that way for a while, I think. No, okay, you're right about the main, the main uh, flavor, like in the normal maple syrup, because they keep that hot, and that's why they keep it like in in warming containers. But they also have the those individual four flavors they that they brought keep it on to the you. table. No, they keep those there. Huh. Like condiments, because they don't keep them hot. Who knows? I'll but those pay are attention. Gone. Either way, they're Either all way. gone. Gone. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Felicia. Uh, preset tables in um, restaurants. Totally okay with that. No? Yeah, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't like having the silverware ready to go? And well, I just think it's. I mean, it makes sense to me. You grab the menu, you grab the silverware, you set it down. I sit down because hmm. then I know that the silverware is clean. I've got my napkin wrapped around it. I guess it's just. It ain't fancy. Maybe, Let's put it that maybe way. I'm not fancy enough to go to restaurants that have preset right. like, cause tables. Right, at the Italian restaurant I worked at, they tried to be fancy. And so we would set the table. We'd have like the little bread plate set out there, and we'd have the napkin nice folded with the three things placed there, all polished and nice. We'd have your little wine glass there, even though most of you aren't going to drink wine. And sit yeah. there. Everything's ready to go. Hmm. And uh, it looked nice. Like it was, it was nice. If you brought out like one of those napkin wrapped uh, things, you know, along with the menu, mm-hmm. and just threw that on the table. I don't know. They do that at Olive nice. Garden, and Olive Garden's pretty fancy, right? Do they do that at Olive Garden? Well, the, they have the the cloth napkin wrapped. Oh, around if it's the, cloth napkin, then maybe yeah. wrapped around the maybe. the silverware. Okay, okay. they give you like seven we'll forks for whatever reason. Uh, something that you know we had pined for for years. Number twenty one on this list: the all day breakfast is now going to be going away again. Like McDonald's, one of the biggest pulls for McDonald's for years. Everyone was begging, serve your breakfast all day. I'd like a hash brown at 11 p.m., please. Yeah, their hash browns are delicious. Yeah, and that's slowly going away, eliminating. Bye-bye. Yep. Uh, Paying with cash. That I don't agree with. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, legally, I don't feel like they're allowed to not take my cash. I. Right? Because it says on there it is good for all debts. I don't know. <laughs> this is legal tender for all debts, public and private. Like, can, you can't not take it. Because, like, wasn't that a thing, like, in New York, there were a lot of uh, bodegas and whatever that wouldn't take $100 bills anymore? I think that's different, though, because if you can't make change, like, I, you can give me a $100 bill, but I can't give you enough money True. back. True. But I guess so. it was more of a, a principle of the thing. 
saying that this is legal tender, you have to take it kind of deal. Yeah. But now it's like, no, I'm not going to take any money. That's I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bit frightening to get to the idea of a cashless society, which is also being batted around right yeah. now. Because that feels like an actual step towards the end times. Yeah. You know? <laughs> which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. But... Um, but there are other other things that would happen with the cashless society that we don't often think about, like uh, like you know, allowances, like uh, yeah, I'm gonna get my kid a debit card. Right. Yeah, that's like weird. Uh, giving giving money to someone who's who's begging on the street or something yeah. of that nature. You can't do that. You wouldn't be able to do that without cash. Um, it's bad just, to say yeah, that I'm okay with just, that. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, if I've got some, nine times out of ten, I don't have cash anyway. True. Because if I have it, personally, I will spend it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way that I am. But if it's on my debit card and I can look at my account and go, oh my gosh, if I spend $7, I'm going to have $7 less than I have now. And I can't do that. But if I've got 7 bucks in cash, I'm like, I got $7. You're like, you're like the, the reverse Dave Ramsey. Because Dave, yeah, Ramsey, sa- Dave Ramsey says, mm-hmm. put as much of your money uh, that in you cash. have on you in cash because it's going to hurt to give it away. Yes. But if the if you use a debit card all the time, it's like, eh, who knows? Yeah. It's all on there. My, uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law gave us the Dave Ramsey. Total Money Makeover. That thing. And she said that one thing she did not agree with was, you know, he says, you know, budget in cash for everything and have them in envelopes. Yeah. And she said that she didn't want to do that. Because he said when you pay in cash, like, you feel that physical hurt. Yeah. And she's like, I shouldn't feel physical hurt paying for my groceries. Like, that's something I literally need. Like, I cannot live without groceries. <laughs> Why should I feel a physical hurt but it's just trying like, to... It's, it's just really just to make you aware that you're spending money. You're no. Like, okay, this is $150 for groceries that I do not have anymore. You spend $150 <laughs> on groceries? Every dang week. Every Welcome week? Welcome to children. Yes. <laughs> Do you realize what you're you getting yourself what? into in two w- months? When John and I, not that anybody wants to hear this, but when John and I first got married, we were spending like 150 every two weeks, just the two of us. Yeah. Because we realized like we're adults. We get, we can buy whatever we want. Whatever we so want. So we're, we're buying like three different brand name cereals and all this stuff. And then we realized we were wasting. And now we only spend like 60 yeah. every week and a half maybe. Yeah. So that's nice. But good night for a while. We were just spending ungodly <laughs> amounts of money on groceries. I feel like that's a rite of passage for... for I'm going to get seven boxes of Pop-Tarts like, because I can. Yeah. You know what? I would like to have a different flavor Pop-Tart every morning this week. Pretty much. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Uh, last thing on the list of things that won't be coming back uh, that have closed down because of food. Uh, food. Because of COVID. Food is... In the food industry. Yeah. There you go. Uh, is a lot of shuttered locations. There are quite a few... Restaurants and stores that have closed down that for budgetary reasons during this time that mm. just will never open again, which is the saddest thing. That it's, is. This is really like we've had recessions. We've had things mm-hmm. in our lifetime. Yeah. This is the first time in our lifetime where we're seeing a, a like a literal regression in capitalism. Yeah. Essentially. Like things, things are going the opposite direction. It's not growth anymore. It is visible decline. It's terrifying. In businesses, especially small businesses. Yeah. Small restaurants. Don't get me started. Ugh. Don't. Here in New Mexico, they're dying. Here Don't in New Mexico, they are fighting to stay open. 
And some are just defying the odds. Lee County here in New Mexico, just like, nah, we're not doing anything. We're going to do everything we want to do at any given point. I'm okay with that. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just. If 700 people could go to Walmart. Like, for real and like 10 I'm, people can go and sit inside and, and i'm really tired of the fact that no politician is talking about that i have not heard a single governor or anything do any amount of trying to justify why big box stores are wide open everything mm-hmm. else is closed yeah like i get the fact that yes they can serve a lot of people but give me a reason if we're doing social distancing and we're trying to limit our contact with other people this is okay and this is not (laughs) but that was that's the thing with the restaurants here the the ones that are are fighting this most of them being small single locations yeah is that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing all their tables are socially distanced they're all wearing masks they're all following all these procedures they're doing what's supposed to be done and there's no evidence that any of the resurgence in this is caused by in-dining Especially in this county. It feels, yeah, it just feels like that our governor and many other governors who've done the same thing are just looking for things to close down to make it look like they're doing more than they really are to try and reverse this. What they should do is say, like, Walmart, besides employees, capacity is like 10%. Right, yeah. Cause make people wait outside. Have, yeah, we have, we have people... Sitting at the doors of Walmart, counting people that come in and go out. But, but I have never seen anyone have to wait. I've never been stopped. Yet. Never. I've never heard somebody say, Walmart oh. Walmart looks just as full as it has ever, ever been. Yeah. Except for maybe Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or good or, uh, Black Friday. Yeah. Thursday. Friday. No. They're closing Friday. this year. They're closing on Black Friday? They're closing Thursday. So oh, it Thursday. won't be open at okay, all yeah. Thursday. Good. Good. I agree with that. And the Walmart, because I, I read an article that said, you know, Walmart has said we have, everyone has had a difficult year. The last thing people need to worry about is going to work. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. Absolutely. Having people run in with Rona. <laughs> having to fight people wearing masks. I don't even want to think about Black Friday this year. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our list. We were running late. Let's get on with it. Coming up next, we share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few more, in just a few with more guys i don't know how to read we're just gonna gonna be back back. welcome back to the morning side i guess our show is coming to a close for today but first i want to share with you something that i love blues clues and you it is the new revamped, uh, re- not rebooted really, soft reboot of Blue's Clues. Okay. Starring uh, a guy named Josh, who's supposed to be cousins of the original two guys, Steve and Joe. Steve and Joe, yeah. Uh, he's, he's their cousin, who is now in custody of Blue. That dog has lived forever. <laughs> yeah, this is some monster dog that's just keeping everybody, <laughs> just outliving all of its parents. It's a reverse situation. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we've been watching that with the, with the kids, and uh, I think there's only one season out now. We've only seen half of it. Um, but it's delightful. Oh, that's good. It's just as good as Blue's Clues ever was. Good. They've, they've changed a few things just to update it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Are there he has, cell phones now? Yeah, he has a, you know, the little pad, the notebook. Well, the back of the pad is a smartphone. 
which is fantastic. And in the very first episode, he uses that smartphone to call both uh, Steve and Joe Uh, to ask for the help to figure out what playing Blue's Clues is. It's very neat. It's very cute. Loved it. But there is one thing that weirds me out about the entirety of Blue's Clues. Okay. Salt and pepper (laughs) cannot stop making babies. They made another baby. They made a baby with with Steve in there. Yeah, Paprika, they right? They made a baby when when Joe was in there. I don't know which that was, one. I, be, I believe it was cumin. <laughs> and then now with, with Josh, they've made twins. I don't remember what they are, but just <laughs> they just while 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 Josh and Blue are off finding clues, we all know what Salt and Pepper are doing. <laughs> oh my all gosh. the time. It's just this weird underlying story that's going on. It's just an odd thing to think background. about. Because one day your kid's going to ask, like, how did this happen? That's strange. But no, it is a very, very, very fun uh, update. Still keeps the very same spirit of Blue's Clues. Good. Uh, so if you're a parent and you haven't checked that out for your little kid, give it a shot. I'm not going to do that. Let's close out the show for Bible with the Bible verse uh, for the day. Uh, Psalm 63, 3 through 4. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. Thank you for joining us. There is a Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week. Hillary this week. Mm-hmm. And Bubba Nana bring you Church Nerds every Friday. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of The Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps, and catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. If you love what we do here on The Morning Side Hug and at Back Row Radio, as a, or on Back Row Radio as a whole, man, I was doing so well. <laughs> We'd love for you to join our Patreon and help support us. Even a monthly commitment of $1 will get you access to everything on our Patreon feed, including nearly 50 exclusive Throwback Thursday podcasts, taste test videos, which are phenomenal, um, <laughs> and early access to special projects and more. That is it for the show. For the next month or so, we're taking a bit of a lighter schedule with new episodes on Monday and Tuesday, a new best of on Wednesday, and Thursdays will be a toss-up. Might be another best of, might be a show rerun, might be something else entirely. That's a total surprise. So keep tuning in, and we'll be back with new shows next Monday. Once again, I'm Matt. I'm Hillary. Remember that Jesus loves you. And why someone would eat beyond chicken is beyond me. (laughs) If you see us around, we love a side hug. No. Bye. Bye.